friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to the podcast Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where comfortable and uncomfortable conversations will occur. We will explore together the world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience in a raw, authentic and fun way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina with Amina Mejdoubi. I hope it finds you healthy, happy, beautiful, and all the beautiful things, the sexy things that the world has to offer. Thank you so much for being here with me because today we're gonna deep dive into a topic that is very interesting to me. It's about imposter syndrome, aka fraud syndrome. We're going to talk about what it is, who suffers from it, and how we can overcome this syndrome. Imposter syndrome or fraud syndrome is a psychological pattern in which people doubt their skills, talents, and accomplishments, and they have an irrational fear of being exposed as a fraud. The term was first coined in the 1970s among high-achieving women, especially women of color. And while this syndrome is more prevalent among women, it is um, also common among men. So, how do people get this syndrome? Like, what triggers people to develop a syndrome like this. So a lot of people that have the syndrome, it starts with them as children um, from a very, very early age because their parents are, are doing probably two or one of these things. A lot of parents are constantly criticizing their children and making them feel like they're not good enough. So imagine you're always criticized and, and, and you're always feeling like you're not doing your best. You will always feel that kind of pressure to be perfect. And a lot of parents use what they call superlative praise, which is you're the smartest kid in the world. This is the best painting ever, the best this is what superlative is. Anytime an adjective has EST, that's superlative. Um, the best, the kindest, the sweetest, um, the skinniest, things like that. And they become super hard on themselves in the future. These children become adults with imposter syndrome. Um, when I think about my own experience with imposter syndrome, I think of one incident that I think triggered all of this for me. I don't, I no longer suffer from this, thankfully, but I believe I had an instance in which this was very much, um, a thing in my life when I was publishing my first book. When I was in the process of publishing my first book, I doubted myself so much the question that kept popping up in my head is why would anybody want to read my book why and the reason i questioned myself a lot even though i truly believed in my own writing is because i had a teacher in college that basically said 
to me that I write like hell in front of everybody. She said, you write like hell. And I truly believed her. It's really sad because now I'm a teacher and I would never, ever say anything like that to somebody. Um, and I think that stayed with me. And when I started thinking about publishing my book, I doubted that process so much. Like, why would people want to buy my book? Why would people want to read my shit? Because what, what makes me I can what makes me think I can write? So I battled with that idea for a little bit until I published. I just said, fuck it, and I published. And my book did really well, at least for me, like that's what I think. And women really reached out to me and were like, I can relate to this, this happened to me, this happened to me. And it just validated me. And I don't like validation from outside of me personally, but I needed it in that specific like, example i really needed someone to tell me your writing makes complete sense and you're not crazy you know like you actually can write and i love your book um so i'm in the process of publishing my second book because i don't write like hell all right so some personality traits that a lot of people who suffer from uh imposter syndrome have um they basically experience struggle with self-efficacy, perfectionism, and neuroticism. They, and, and this uh, is basically triggered from just our fast-paced life. We live and work in a very competitive environment. Just every single day when we scroll on um, Instagram and see people's accomplishments, in a very indirect way that's very competitive we can't help but compare our own achievements to other people's so these people may go to develop feelings of uh imposter syndrome because they face the intense pressure about whether you know their academic achievements or their work environments it it really just depends so around 25 to 30 percent of high achievers may suffer from imposter syndrome they are actually high achievers and they work really hard but they still don't believe that they deserve the success the success that they they have achieved um, and in general about 70 percent of adults may experience imposter syndrome at least once in their lifetime so People who suffer from this condition, once you call out their success, they start getting nervous because they feel like, and success could be anything. It could be like receiving an award, passing an exam, being promoted, publishing something, uh, creating art. They start to feel that it's not for them to be in that spotlight it's it's because they attribute their success to external factors like luck or uh, good coincidence or it, anything that's not their own efforts which i think is really 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 sad um a lot of people who suffer from this syndrome feel the pressure to perform at absolutely 100% at all times which is 
not humanly possible if you think about it it's really not like sometimes our best doesn't look great and that's okay and i think that this idea of perfectionism and doing everything our best is exhausting it's exhausting and that's why a lot of people suffer from a lot of anxiety and burnouts constantly because once when they don't do their best they feel incompetent and 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 anxious and feel like other people are judging them so how can we as people prevent ourselves from developing such syndrome and how can we overcome it if we already um, suffer from it let's start with our childhood so if we have children it's very important to um, praise the child's effort instead of their end product because once we start paying attention to the end product we start minimizing the idea that you actually did your best and we focus on the perfectionism of the end product which is like i understand that sometimes you have to do that especially if you're a parent and your children are at school they have to get good grades but um at the end of the day they are children and they're doing our their best and putting effort in putting attention into the efforts that they put into work is going to make them very healthy efficient adults rather than adults that seek and go after perfectionism and eventually develop a syndrome like this um and with adults really suffering from such syndrome can hinder the potential growth of the person because people start feeling afraid of like pursuing new opportunities for growth at work um, because they feel like they're not going to be good enough for it or pursuing relationships or hobbies um, it can really make people kind of stagnant in one specific spot because they feel like oh i don't deserve this promotion so and so deserves this promotion why why don't you deserve this pro promotion you probably deserve that promotion more than the person that you're thinking about but you're limiting um and and you're you're limiting your thoughts and you're also not recognizing your own great greatness so it's important to reflect on our concrete achievements like we reflect on our achieve achievements and also um look back at the effort we put in there are so many women in the tech world right now that feel the need to apologize that because they are there but a lot of women and i have friends in the tech world they didn't get there by chance or because they're pretty they got there because they worked their asses off just as the men sitting next to them in the cubicle and they deserve to be there but a lot of women i feel like apologize for their own success because as i mentioned in the beginning of this podcast this imposter syndrome is is mainly pre prevalent among women so um and and if we go back really and and unpack why we do this i think internally is because we have uh, lived in societies that um 
imposed so many ideas of sexism on us that we inherited them without even realizing it so it is our job to unlearn a lot of these things uh, like the internalized sex sexism that we grew up with um, I grew up in Morocco and a lot of the things I saw and experienced felt normal to me at that time but as I age and I have the opportunity to live in another country which gives me a different perspective I just feel really bad that we are brought up to think that we are second to men we're always second to men we actually uh when we at least in my culture because yes i'm from morocco but there are so many subcultures um when we get invited to someone's home men eat first and women eat second and i think that's fucked up like i'm not gonna wait until a man eats i'm gonna eat now <laughs> but that's just the culture so and this translates into the workplace as well it really does whether we like it or not and it has nothing to do with being in morocco i see even in the us a lot of uh women feel that they don't deserve the, su the success that they have and it's really time that we own our own stories and we own our success i'll tell you a little story about a girl in my class who wrote a very beautiful essay and it was a tie between her and another guy who also wrote a beautiful essay but hers had better examples and she used evidence to support her essay and it was fabulous and she felt the need to diminish her own efforts and say something like but his is better and I said okay why do you think his is better she said miss because men are usually not very good in writing so if he if his is second place it's it's actually first place and i was very disturbed by this idea i was like please baby girl i need you to like just just say thank you okay my essay is great thank you so much have a great day that's it that's all you need to do own your efforts and your success and that was just an example of um how a girl that's going to become a woman gave up her seat for a man i feel the need as a teacher to have these conversations all the time with my students in order for us to erase the internet internalized sexism that we um have been immersed in throughout all these years and so overcoming this imposter syndrome doesn't require a magic wand or anything it's just a matter of changing our mindset as people especially women um, and ref realizing our own abilities and efforts and if somebody gives us a compliment about anything that we work hard on all we have to say is thank you that's it thank you means yes i acknowledge the success and i worked hard for it and thank you for noticing that um imposters usually feel like they don't belong where they are and they um don't fit where they are like they don't deserve that success so acknowledging your own expertise and accomplishments is definitely a key um reminding ourselves that our that our place was earned it was not given it was definitely earned whether it's academic or professional or personal even that we earned the place that we are in 
and um, I think it's important to focus on our efforts um, rather than our achievements and if we want to look at our achievements you know we, it's like we can't do one without the other really um, instead of comparing ourselves to others we focus on our own efforts and achievements and stop looking for perfection because perfection is not attainable nothing and nobody is perfect all we can control is us doing our best and that's really it if we can focus on that i think it will help us and also remember that our best can look so different from one day to another and as a teacher i will tell you that sometimes i'm a super teacher and i reach so many students and i help a lot more students and other teachers i'm just trying to get by and i'm just trying to finish my day and guess what i'm not a bad teacher on those days either because that was my best and that's what my best looks like that day um i hope this conversation was able to like help you think about your own um achievements success and places and where you hold space in this world and i hope that if you feel like you suffer from this please take a moment reflect on your achievements and thank yourself for all your efforts thank you so much for listening to me love and light mina